Koji Principles presents The Council. Please be advised that The Council is an immersive audio experience based on the written novel, The Council. Be advised, certain sounds may seem to be coming from the sides or behind you. Not to worry, it's all a part of the immersive experience. Listener's discretion is advised as this content contains certain adult language and mature themes. Be advised and enjoy. The rocking of the seas is still with me. My family's warmth is still with me. The terrible sights I've been a witness to are with me. I can never forget these things, for they have directed me on this path to build these last moments. I pray that these writings make it into the hands of a loving person, one who will feel the pain behind these words, one who will understand the actions that follow these words. Even my secret ability to pen these thoughts can cost me what fraction of a life I have left. The stolen life I've lived till now, my brethren and I are not stealing, but merely reclaiming what they took from us. America's pharaohs will no more keep us in bondage. For if I am to be my people's Moses, I pray that the Lord will be on our side in these upcoming days. They told me $600 would buy my freedom, and I paid my debt. Yet I've learned purchase freedom for a nigger is yet conditional. I was not given the ability to buy my family's freedom, for I would have gladly given 10 times over to purchase them freedom. Yet are the decisions or requests of livestock ever honored? The decision to be slaughtered or to live is granted at the hand of the owner. My family's warmth is forever with me. Lord, please give me the strength to lead the brethren to claim our true freedom. We've earned it. If victory is given to our captors, Lord, allow these writings to help another to make victory. Signed, Denmark Vesey. Vanessa? Vanessa? Every morning begins with mom shouting through the house. The only thing worse than the yelling is the loud footsteps and the unavoidable gust of chill air coming from my door being whipped open. Vanessa? Vanessa? Vanessa Whitfield, we go through this every morning. If you don't get up out that bed. Vanessa. Girl, I know you hear me. You like all this yelling in the morning? Good morning, mother. How are you this wonderful morning? I'd be better if you would get up on your own. 
you're too old for all these wake-up calls. I'm going to let you sleep and miss your bus. Then it's going to be a discussion you have with your dad. Now get going. You got about 30 minutes before the bus gets here. Eddie, you get up too. And I'm not playing. And why is this door locked? You lock doors on ones you own. Get up. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, Eddie stays in the bathroom. Ugh, let's see if I can get ready to make it to school on time. With five minutes to spare, ladies and gentlemen, she's ready to go. Take a bow. Take a bow. Yes, I believe I will. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Mom, where are all the lids? In the cabinet with the rest of them. Really? Yes, Mom, I have the bottom, but I can't find the matching top. Well, sounds like the borrowers took it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, Mom, I'm out of here. Have a great day. Hold on. Hey, look at you. Are you serious? Okay. All right, little mama with your cute self. Have a great day today. Bring it in. Love you. Eddie! 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 If you don't hurry up, I'm gonna... I'm gonna be lonely without you. That's so nice of you to admit your need for me in your life. Nice. Very nice. Here's your bag. <gasps> Oops. I'm surprised you can turn around this couch with that big old head of yours. Oh, really? Hi, Daddy. Hey, baby girl. Get over here, boy. Show your old man some love. All right, Dad. That's enough. We gotta go to school. Well, y'all better get going. Hey, Dad. Yeah? Are we going to be able to work on the car tonight? For you, I'll make it a top priority, baby girl. Okay, thanks. See you later.
right, that's the end of the line. I need every last one of y'all to get up off my bus and get in there and learn something. Y'all hard head selves. Get off my bus. What's up, Chillville? We have some news and traffic updates for you. It's looking like cloudy skies out there. So grab an umbrella if you're out and about, or cozy up indoors as we fall into autumn. The summer's finally cooled off, and hoodie season is upon us. What's that? I think I can hear the rain starting. I find that music and headphones are a great deterrent and excuse for walking past people and not talking when you don't want to be bothered. Vanessa at home and Vanessa at school are two different people. I possess this chameleon-like personality where I can turn my charm on and off to adapt to my surroundings. Sometimes I choose to be my carefree self. Other times I decide to blend in and get by. I haven't decided if it's due to the fear of being known, seen, or misunderstood. Growing up in suburbia can do that to you. On the brighter side, this persona gives me 10 minutes before the first period to walk the halls and get a spectator's view of the world around me. Living in the suburbs can be a complicated and somewhat defining experience if you pay attention. In the suburbs, some have it all. Their parents have money and they have access to it, so life is a game of who can be spoiled the most. Then you have the in-betweens. Their families meet the minimum requirements to be in the room, but are balling on a budget. I find if the family is practical and comfortable with where they are, there is a genuineness to them. However, if you get caught up in the hype and try to run that rat race, just like an illusionist, misdirection becomes their bread and butter. With the mom and dad I have, practicality is the only lens I view life through. You have those who make it in based on merit, because that's the only thing they can showcase to the public. So much of what kids talk about, how we group ourselves, or what we desire to become is centered around this programmed, known, unknown standard. The worth of a person is not really found in a connection. For the most part, yes, Clarissa and Mike are in love with one another. Still, even in this bubble representation where Henbrook's high is our world, we participate in this unconscious filtration process where we seem to pick, choose, and divide based upon a person's value. Can I live out my fantasies going over to your house? Do you have the money to keep up with what I'm doing this weekend? If you're not on my level, why should we be friends? I remember in AP biology class, Mr. Myers told us when you enter the workforce, always remember it's not what you know, it's who you know. It made me think about how I would feel about people wanting to know me for their come up. And for what? To have a bunch of money? But money isn't even real. People are. Shouldn't people say what money is worth, not money dictating what people are worth? Peeling back another layer within these separate worlds, there are dividing lines of race. Good ol' race. It always seems to be the thing that precedes and follows the economic dividers. The deeper you explore the worlds and identify the dividers, you begin to realize those dividers are only visible to those who are stopped. As a black female, I can only speak from what I think, feel, and know. 
through my firsthand living and witnessing the Black experience, I have surmised that Black people exist in these separate worlds. Yet, we all have this common mini world within us, navigating the complicatedness of acceptance, understanding of self, pride, and comfort internally and externally. Unfortunately, sometimes I feel like even within my race, there's a shared space of unknown tension. I feel like I don't measure up to the high or low standard of being black. Even that's weird to think. What, what is, is black? black? What is being black? Are there race indicators like in stats? How do I get my stamp of approval? Do I Stop want a stamp or not want a stamp because they say I need a stamp? Did we as a people come up with this or is it another invisible divider I'm bumping Stop up against? Chasing the rabbit. What is white or Asian or Latinx or indigenous people or any group? Ugh, Nessa, stop chasing the rabbit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Only seven more periods to go. Listeners, how you doing? This is Charles Price here. I am the author of The Council and also the producer of The Council series. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on this podcast adventure. I pray that the story is entertaining to you. I pray that it's got your attention. I pray that you're learning something and I pray that you will just continue to grow with us, continue to enjoy this season as it goes forward. I just wanted to take the time to thank the actors for their participation. Without you all, I would not be nothing. I, I Thank you for for giving all that you have, pouring yourselves into this project for the listeners, for the audience, for bringing the characters to life and allowing them to shine through. And I just want to thank God for this opportunity. I thank him for just giving me this content, giving me this story for black people, for black culture, but also for all. It can be a, an avenue for reconciliation. It can be a tool for unification for all of us and sharing our, our wisdom and our insight. If you could do me a favor, Everyone that's listening, if you can do me a favor, please share this out with someone that you love, a friend of yours, family member, hey, just a friend on the bus, whoever you can share this out because we want to make this a global experience. If you can visit our website, www.councilseries.com, where you can purchase your very own copy of the council, all of this will be helpful for us. We'll be able to go for create more content where you get to hear more black stories, artistic stories that have resilience in it, that have triumph, that have lessons that have knowledge for everyone to learn from what we have to offer in the black culture. But I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I just want to shout you out, let you know that I'm here and I'm going to give you back into the story. Enjoy. Sometimes when I'm too through with the day and I just need to get away, I'll head to my last class during lunch to read and chill. Mr. Davidson, he's dope. 
He is one of the few black teachers at this school, and I like how he challenges us. Since we're in AP English, we take on the more difficult readings and assignments. But he has a cool way of assigning homework that makes us think outside of these four walls. As he would say, My goal is to equip you to thrive in and out of school and experience life from other perspectives to be a more impactful person. He's also big into quotes. Every month or so, there's a bunch of new quotes up on the walls from Nietzsche, Gandhi, Newton, Mae Jemison, C.S. Lewis, Obama, Sojourner, Ranston, to Malcolm X. Every time I look up to read them, I think about what type of person you have to be, what type of life you've had to endure to produce life-changing quotes that can change the world. Weirdly, I think accumulating all these perspectives gives me a greater advantage of making sense of my own life. Good afternoon, Ms. Whitfield. How are we doing today? And what are we reading today? Just another biography. Really? And who's this one about? I don't know. Some guy named Reginald Lewis. I saw it on my dad's bookshelf and picked it up a little while ago. I've barely started it. Hmm. Well, if there's any secrets to success, he's the one that can provide them. So tell me again, how does your dad get you to read so much? I don't know. He just reads a lot. My mom does too, so we just kind of grew up with books. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I must admit, you and your brother are really impressive. Your dad should teach other parents how to keep their kids so involved in reading. It's important. There are way too many distractions kids fall prey to nowadays. You know, I honestly think... Uh, well, time to mold the minds of the next generation. Settle down, settle down. Come on. So today we're going to be focusing on how to put together a sentence because some of you, you write like you talk and the other half, yeah, let's leave it there. So raise your hands. Who can tell me how to structure a sentence? Who can tell me? Come on. Okay, class, settle down, settle down. If I may have your attention for the last few minutes of class, I want to discuss with you the rest of the school year and your assignments. So, how many of you are aware what happens at the beginning of November? Any hands? An election? Yes, good job. Now, I know most of you aren't old enough to vote yet. However, you will be in the next year or two. So many of you must be aware of the soon-to-be president, Donald Trump. Okay, okay, nice. Now, to be clear, this is not a civics class, and by no means do we discuss politics in here. 
However, because this is an AP English class, there is a higher requirement for everyone to think critically. It is my job to push you to meet that expectation. So, assuming most of you don't watch the news, there's a lot of controversy surrounding Trump being president. Mainly, this will be first for America. We will have a person in office with a unique background and a polarizing persona wielding the power and responsibility of being president. So it got me thinking. We all know his platform, Make America Great Again. I'm sure you've all heard it. It's all out. <laughs> Looking at the TV, newspapers, and social media outlets, there's a lot of subjectivity regarding what it means and how people feel about that slogan. So the question remains, what does that statement truly mean? Which brings us to your first assignment. No. Oh my God. Settle down. Quiet. Now, come on now. Come on. Focus. This is a deep assignment and I want you to be engaged with it. Your next four creative writing assignments will be centered around the thought depicting your great America. I want you to be able to draw your audience into your depicted America. What is America to you? Has it lived up to being the utopia advertised for you and your family? As Americans, what are the great foundational principles that we should keep? And what are the ones America and its people should improve on? Showcase a meticulously unique and personal understanding of what America means to you and how it would be for others. From now until the end of the school year, this will be your focus. And your first paper is due when you get back from break. No. All right. You have just listened to another episode of The Council. Tune in next time for an all-new episode. This episode stars Kevin Walters as Denmark Vesey, Florence Cuffey as Jessica Whitfield, Amber Price as Vanessa Whitfield, Christopher Thomas as Eddie Whitfield, David Webb as James Whitfield, Jenny as Jennifer. Koji Principal presents The Council, story written directed, produced, and edited by Charles Price. Thank you for listening. And if you can't get enough of the council, please visit www.councilseries.com to purchase your very own copy. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends, family, and a random person.